The Sechta Soita, Daf Mem Hei Umadala, page 45, side A. But it says that Vov loy mashmale. He doesn't think uh, that the Vov is something that you can make a drasha from this. Micah Omar Rachmona. What does the Torah say by adding Veshevtecho? Is Hamayuchodim Shabishevtecho only for those that you need to choose from the specifically Shevtecho for the base Dagodl, but not for the number of the Dayan? So the Gemara El Mayato, but now that we are darshaning, we are learning from every extra word to add additional Dayanim. So why don't we also expound on the words of the Yotsu that it's also mashma from this that it's shnaim is to do and then it says they shall measure, which is also mashma also understood as shnaim as two. So we have additional four. So if so, let Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who learns both and he has five dayonim. If we add four, so Rabbi Yehuda Tisha, we have nine. Let Rabbi Shiva and Karekan Shiva. According to Rabbi Shimon, who only has three from Zikinecha Shiftecha, but when we add four, we have a total of seven. The Gemara answers that these words of Yotsu Modududu are not extra to count a number, but that is necessary for what we have learned in the Brice. The Yotsu, they shall go out, this teaches us that only Hain that it is the Dayanim themselves that has to occupy themselves with the measuring, but not their agents, not some people who they send. Umadidu and they shall measure this teaches us Shafilu Nimsa Balilair that even if he is found in a place which is Balilair which is open and it's simply that it's obvious that it's closer to the city, how you him still the elders will still measure Shemitzvah Lasig Bimedida for it's a mitzvah so that they occupy themselves with a measure. Gemara says, Mas nisi in the liquor of Blessed Ben Yaakov. Our Mishnah that says that the Dayonim of the Sanhedrin are the ones that do the measuring, and they don't require, the Mishnah doesn't require that also the king and the Kayan God should measure, is the liquor of Blessed Ben Yaakov. Do not go like the view of Blessed Ben Yaakov. Tanya, for we learned in Abraise. Rabbi ben Yaakov, Rabbi ben Yaakov said, Zekeinecho, Zoi Sanhedrin. When it says, Zekeinecho, that's the Sanhedrin. Shevtecho, Zemelech, Vikoyen Godel. This refers to the king and the Koyen Godel. How are they hinted in the word Shevtecho? Because Melech Dixiv, Melech Bimishpot, Yamid Oritz. That a king with justice, Shevtecho, justice. Yamid Oretz will stand, make the land stand. And Koyin Godul, and thy priest Dixiv, it says, Vosa ela Kohanim halivim vela shoifet ashe So that's understood that the shoifet who is appointed on the Kohanim, which is the Koyin Godul. So uh, the Kohanim and the Levim, in the shoifet, so that, 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 that Shoftecho is the uh, higher one of the Kohanim, which is the Kohen God. So the Gemara says, there was a question to the people of the Yeshiva, Rabbi Lezben Yaakov, 
Rabbi ben Yaakov, who says that it's the Sanhedrin, that it's the Melech and Godl. So, B'Melech V'Koyim Godlu D'Polik, is he disagreeing on our Mishnah only on the fact that he requires that there should be the king and the Koyim Godlu? Abu B'Sanhedri, but as far as the Sanhedrin, he is not disagreeing at, with our Mishnah. But Iker Rabbi Yehuda, either Rabbi Yehuda says five, Iker Rabbi Shimon who says uh, three, he holds like either one of them. Dilma, or perhaps Sanhedrin Nami Poli, he's also disagreeing on the part of the Mishnah Sanhedrin, the views of our Mishnah. And when he says the Kenech of the Sanhedrin, it means Adi Ika Kula Sanhedrin, that we actually require the entire Sanhedrin to be there for the measure. Amar Toshma, come and listen to resolve from a Braise which we find with regards to the subject matter of Ezokin Mamre, a rebellious sage. It says in the Braise that Mitzon Zokin Mamre Abe Pagi. If the uh, rebellious sage met up with the uh, sages of the Sanhedrin by the place of Abe Pagi, which is within the walled city of Yerushalayim, and he rebelled against them so he asked them their question and then he goes back to his place and he instructs different from what they have taught him so you might think that that rebellion should count as a rebellion so that he would be liable to death for that rebellious act so that's why the Pasik teaches us in that section in the Torah that it says there, you come to that you get up and come to the place. The place means the Lishkas Gozis, that the area of the Gozis, the room of the Gozis, which was close to the Azorah. Melamed, this teaches us, that it is the place that causes the liability of the Zokan Mamre, the rebellious sage. So Rabbi Yosef is trying to find out. The Nafikama, how many of the judges of the Sanhedrin have left their place? If we shall say that only part of the Sanhedrin have gone out, and the other part has still remained by the Lishka Sargozis. So that would not uh, be in the uh, category of rebellion at all, because perhaps those who are in the inside by the maybe they agree to the interpretation, the instruction of the rebellious sage so he's not a say, he's not rebelling at all but it's obvious that we have to say that we're talking the that the entire Sanhedrin came out in the base pagi where he met them and what would be the purpose that they left? If they went out for something which is just an optional matter that they went out, is it then permitted for them to go the entire Sanhedrin to leave? But there's a passage that says, This passage is expounded with regards to the Sanhedrin that they should never be lacking from it 
like the meziga, like when you add, which is a third wine and two thirds uh, water. So the shorerech uh, agan hasar, the rulers of the the Sanhedrin, should not be yechsa, uh, should not be lacking, not be leaving more than the mosaic, which is a third. Sheim nitzrech. So if one of them has a need to leave the Lishkas Agozis, he should check. If there are 23 judges left, which is sufficient to have a small court, which is a third of a Sanhedrin of 70 then he can go out. But the im love, and if not, ain't a yosef, so he cannot go out. So it's not possible that all of them should be leaving for an optional matter. For a davar rishus elopshita, so we must say it's obvious that they all went out lidvar mitzvah for a mitzvah matter. So the gemara says lemai. What kind of a mitzvah would there be for uh, all the sanhedrin that they need to leave? Love limididas egla. Is it not to measure? For the Egla Rufa to find which city is the closest, so that you can know which one needs to be the Egla Rufa. And then this would go according to the Blessed Yaakov, who says that Zekinecha is the Sanhedrin. So, therefore, from here, we can resolve that what he means is the entire Sanhedrin. And he disagrees on the Tanoim of the Mishnah, who said three and five. So Abaye says, Rabbi Yisuf, no, there is no proof from his Dilma. Perhaps the Sanhedrin did not leave to measure for the distance for the Egla Rufa, but but rather to add to the city of Yerushalayim to make it larger, and on the courts of the Mikdash to increase their size. This items can, these items can only be done through the entire Sanhedrin. As we learned in the Mishnah, Sanhedrin ain Moisifin al Ho'ir, that we can't add area on the city to be consecrated with the sanctity of Yerushalayim, and on the courtyard to be sanctified in the Kedusha Azorah, only in a Sanhedrin, in a court of 71. So therefore, that's the reason why they met, they met them in base Tanya. We learned, though, obviously, an Abifedish Braisa, Kavosi the Rabbi Yosef, as Rabbi Yosef interpreted the Braisa before, and as he proved that Rabbi Lezbe Yaakov disagrees on Mishnah. Because in the Braisa it says that Mitzoyim, Abes Pagi, if he found the rebellious sage, the Zokan Mamre, to the Sanhedrin, he found them Abes Pagi, Vihimra Alayhem, and he rebelled against them, Kigon Shiyotsu, the Medidas Egla, as for example, they went out to measure the uh, city who was closest to the Cholol to bring the Egla, or they went to add to the city or to the courtyard. You might think that that rebellion should be a rebellion. That's what the Pazi comes to teach us. The come to Lisa, that you'll come up, you'll get up, and you will go to the place. Malamed this teaches us that the place is what causes. 
So we find that this Tana holds that you need the entire Sanhedrin to measure, and that is Rabbi Yaakov. So now, from the Brisa, we have to say that according to Rabbi Yaakov, the entire Sanhedrin uh, had to go and do the measuring for the Egla. Further, we learn the Mishnah. If we found the dead hidden in a heap or hanging from a tree, they wouldn't do the earth. Stigmata says, So we say there are Mishnah which excludes somebody who's hidden in the ground, which means that it has to be on top of the ground, that it goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, he will goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, not according to Rabbi because they have a similar disagreement with regards to shikha, if the oimer, the bundle, was hidden. The tanya, for we learned in the post, it says, that you will forget a oimer, a bundle, on the field. So basode has the meaning on top, on the face of the field. Prat letomun, this excludes if it's hidden, that it's hidden in the field, then we don't have the laws of shikha rest upon it. Even Rabbi Yehuda's opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. said, no, basode in the field means even in the body of the field. The rabbis as atomun that is coming to include also that which is hidden in the field. So we see that according to the Rabbonon, just like the Basode means the body of the field, Basode, so Ba'adoma, when we talk about here, it means in the ground itself. So it would seem that according to the Rabbonon, we should include Tomun according to the Rabbonon. Omar Rav says, Rav, no. Afilu Even if we're going to say that our Mishnah, that excludes Tomin can go like the Rabbana but yet it's not a problem because the meaning of Basoda or Ba'adoma changes according to the subject matter of the verse Hocha over here with regards to the Egla Rufa it's from the matters of the verse we can learn that it's excluding Tomun if it's hidden but Hosab over there with regards to Shikha, we learn Minyoni Dikra from the matter of the verse that we can learn that over there we are including Tom. And Rab explains how we see this from the verses. Over here by the Aglarufa, Dik is see that the Posik says, because the Posik says, Ki that is understood, in any place that you find it. So even if you find them begal, you found them under a heap. So you don't need an additional pasuk to include the tomo. So later on, the Torah writes Adoma. Why is the Torah writing a stipulation? So the Torah definitely is intending to say that it has to be on top of the ground pratlatomo to exclude the hidden. But of the hosom, but on the other hand, by shikha, we learn it minyan of the crow from the matter of the way the verse is written there. You will cut a cut in your field and you forget an oimer basod it says. So since it says close to kitzircho, it's mashma that the idea of the shikha, the forgetting is dumya, the kotzir, it should be similar to the cutting. 
just like cutting begoli is on the open on the field, afshikha also the forgetting would apply begoli kisikar kisircha vishalchachto you're forgetting when they open in an open way, so we don't need a posik to exclude tamar it's already excluded by itself by name by the by just the posik kisircha. And later on, Klosov Rachman the Torah goes ahead and writes Shachto Emer Basod. So, of course, the Torah is trying the Rabbi says Atomon to include that also that that is hidden in the field. So the Gemara says that Rabbi Yehuda Nami, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, who exempts an Omer that was hidden from the laws of Shikha, why did we need to get the pasuk from Basod to? Uh, excluded um, shouldn't say Basod at all, it's excluded because it's not Ketzircha, Tepek Lei he should learn it out like Rab, Mishikha do me the Kotzir, that the Shikha should be similar to the Kotzir, which is written in the beginning of the Pasuk, the Goli, so this doesn't go, we don't need a Pasuk Basod to exclude it so the Gemara says Enochanam that the true Rabbi Yudah learns this in the Hekish Ve'elo the Gemara asks, but it says Basode that the Torah writes according to the Yehuda that does not include Tomah Lomeli. The Gemara answers, that he needs that to include if he forgets a comma. That even if there was Shikha in Tavua, in grain that was connected, that he forgot a corner in the field and he left it and he didn't cut it at all, you still have the prohibition of not to go back to take it. Because the Pasuk is Mashma, either you forget Oymer or Shechachta Basoda. You know, you forget in the field to include that even a Shechachta forgetting to cut it. Like the Gemara, the Rabbonon, and the Rabbonon who include an Oymer that was hidden in the field, Shikhas Kama Menoluhu. How do they know to include that if you forgot the Kama? The Gemara answers, Nafkiluhu, Mechichsik, Tzirchot, Bissot, Decha. And then it says, Shikhachta. When you cut the field, Shikhachta. So the fact that it says the field, Sotcha, next to Shikhachta, it's mashma that he forgot a part of his field not only part of the cutting, but a part of the field. Uh, and therefore, this includes Shikha's Kama. So the Gemara asks Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda who learns that you include Shikha's Kama from Basoda, what is he going to learn from Besotcha V'Shachachta? The Gemara said, He needs it, like Rabbi Bo said, Rabbi Lozer. That Rabbi Bo said, that from the Besotcha V'Shachachta, we need to exclude prot l'shet sofu imorim. It excludes those whose uh, bundles uh, have uh, floated in the air. The wind blew them into the field of his friends, and since he thought that they were his friends, he forgot them. So that does not have really the law of shikha because they're not in his field. So sodchav l'shodchaveri. So the Gemara asks for Rabbonon that learned from the Sotcha to include, even if you forget the growing tour, how are they going to know to exclude when the bundles flow, fly into the field of his friend that we don't apply the laws of Shikha? 
The Gemara answers, we learned this, Mi basoda besodcha. The Torah could have just said, Kisik tzir kitzircha besoda. And it says besodcha. So from the extra chaf that Abona learned that if the shikha was not in the field, we don't consider shikha. But from the main word basoda, they only learn, they, from, the, from that they learn that shikha is common. And the Rabbi Yehuda, who doesn't learn shikha's comma uh, from that pasuk, is because, um, and 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 so that's why he needs the main pasuk to exclude uh, He doesn't want to learn the chav because basod He doesn't believe that that is a good rasha. Uh, because we can write Basodcha even if there's no Drasha with a Chav. So therefore, Basodcha he needs Shikha's Kama, and therefore he doesn't have a Drasha to exclude Tama. So with regard to this Allah that we mentioned with regard to Shikha about the bundles floating to the field of the friend, the Gemara brings Rabbi Yirmi's question. By Rabbi Yirmi asked the question, if there were bundles in the ear and they fell not in the field, but rather on a stone or on a pillar or on top of other bundles, and he forgot him. Mahu, does the law of shikh apply? What is the question? Is the ear of the field treated like the field or not? Are they treated like the field? So Omerlei Rabkana L'Rapapi So Rabkana says to Rapapi Omerlei L'Rapkana L'Rapzvid And others say that Rabkana said to Rapzvid Tifshid Le'ei Midrababo Omerabelozor You can resolve Rabbi Yirmiyas Question from the words of Rababo and Nimra Belosa. Omar who says, Pratlishet Sofwe Morim Lisitoichsdechavede. So it were excluding for those who floated, who flew in those bundles to the friend's field. So then the laws of Shikha does not apply to it. So Rabkana understood that Sofu means that the bundles are standing in the air of his friend's field on top of something, but they're not actually on the field. So here we see that even if the uh, bundles are floating and they're not on the field mamish, uh, they would uh, still only be exempt the chaveiro aim. So only if it's his friends, the Torah has excluded that from Lodo Shikha. But the Torah Sadehu, but it's in his own field, the Torah did not exclude that, and the laws of Shikha will still apply to it. So Rapapi or Rabzvid rejected this proof, and they said to Rabkhanah, and according to your reasoning, you understood that when it says Sofu in the words of Rabbi Lozer, it means that it is still in the ear of his friends' fields. So if so, we can understand that that if they are in the ear of the field of his friend, then the Torah has excluded that Lozer Shikha. But what would be Menochin if they're actually laying in the field itself? The Torah did not exclude that. And that would get the laws of Shikha. How could we say that? But we need it to be, in the end, we have to come out, it has to be the Aymish we've gotten in the field in order that the laws of Shikha should apply to it. 
Because this is what Rabbi Lazar is learning. He says, So even when the uh, bundles are on the ground, we still don't have the condition of Bistotcha. And Veleka. So therefore, it should be also excluded. And why are you saying only by Tzafu? Why would you say that? Ella. But what must you say? We have to say when Rabbi Lezer was saying that and we're saying that the laws of Shikha do not apply to it even if they're actually laying on the field actually and this that Rabbi Lezer says that they are floating doesn't mean that they're floating in the ear on something and they're not lying there but the Meaning is that they floated away, that they were raised by the wind, and they fell into the friend's field. And the reason why he says, How we cannot have a case that you should forget bundles in his friend's field, only if they went floating in the air. And that's how they fell into the field of his friend. But, in a case where they're actually never landed, but they're laying in the ear, then maybe even in his own field, it would not have the laws of shikhal, and the Yirmi's question remains, we don't know. So the Gemara brings a proof to resolve the doubt of Rabbi Yirmiya with regards to um, the bundles floating within his own field, and not on the ground. Toshma. Come and listen, and listen to the proof from our rights. And Oimer, a bundle that the owners held on to it to carry it to the city. And then he places it on top of another bundle. And then he forgot it. So, the bottom one is for is gets the laws of shikha. The top one is not considered to be forgotten. Rab Shimon ben Yehuda Omer, Bishum Rabbi Shimon. Shimon is the name of Shimon, Shnei Menim Shikha. They're both not considered to be forgotten, they're not hefker. And they belong to the name. Why? Because Atakhtan, the bottom one is Mibneshu Utamun. Because he is hidden, it's underneath the top one. And the upper one is not shikha because because it's floating on the air and it's not on the field marsh. So the Gemara says, uh, up till this point there is this disagreement between the Tanoim and the Braisa, Ella Besachtim. Only the bottom one, whether shikha no. But the top one, according to all opinions, is not considered forgotten. So we have explicitly that as long as the oimer is in the ear of the field and not in the field mamish, we don't consider that to be shikha. The Gemara says, no, that's not really a proof, really. We can say that the laws of shikha will also apply by the Oimer who is standing, which is in the ear of the friend. And why do we say in this case that the Oimer that is on top is not Shekha? Shani Hosom, that case is different. Cave on the Arzigba Zochabais, since the Balhabais. Before placing 
it on the other Omer. He was holding on to it. So he already has gained it and owned it, and it will not any longer become Hefker because of the laws of Shikha. So the Gemara asks, in that case, that the reason why it's exempt by the top Omer is because he merited my Iriyo al Gabi so I feel the Besodah Nami would be potter for this reason. So why does the Braises say that the reason it's potter in such a case? And the Gemara answers, Einochinami. That is, you're actually right. The Braise could have said the exemption even when he puts it on the ground because he's exempt because he already already was zoichin it. He when he took it. The reason that this Braise is talking about a case that he placed it on top of its friend and the other bundle is because he wants to play talk also about the Allah of the Tachten in which we have a disagreement on the Kama Rabbi Huda. The Gemara asks, how could we say, possibly say, that the reason for the exemption of the upper Oymer is because he uh, married it when he took, took it. But the Braise says specifically that the reason is that it's potter because it's floating in the air. And the Gemara answers, Eimo Mipneshehu Kitsov. We have to read in the Braise, it's like as if it's floating. And the meaning is, since he is Eichenit, even though he already left it from his hands, it's as if it's still floating from the field and still in his hands. And the laws of Shikha don't apply to it. So it's as if he's still holding it up. The Gemara goes back now to the subject of Egla Rufa. Amar Abaye says, Abaye said that here in Punpadisa I am ready to answer to anybody who has a question in depth and with. Uh, uh, full knowledge has been Azai who was sharp uh, was, sharp, was sharp and he would sit and expound the Shukit Tveria in the marketplace of Tveria so one of the Chachome, uh, one of the sages the, the Rad said to the Rabaya ask you a question you have two people dead laying one on top of the other and one is a little bit pulled from the other one. So each one has another city which is closest to. From where do we measure the city that brings the Aglarufa? So there's many uh, sides to this question because it's possible that the bottom one is called Tomun because the top one is blocking him. And then you don't bring an Aglarufa. It's also possible that the top one is called soft because he's not touching the ground. And you don't bring an Eglarufa. As we learned in the Mishnah, we don't bring an Eglarufa if you find a dead body that is soft, that is floating. On the other hand, it's possible that since it's being hidden or is being raised, it's by means of a Minbimino, one of the same kind, which is another person as him, maybe that's not considered the, uh, an interruption. And then it doesn't, we don't call this Tomun or itself, we don't call this hidden or floating. It's also possible 
that the idea of min b'minoi, a kind of a kind, is only appropriate that we should not call it uh, hidden, but it's not with regards that it shouldn't be called sof. Or the other way around, that we should only use that logic with regards to floating, not legave hidden. So the one who asked the question uh, explained it as follows. He says like this, min b'minoi, uh, one kind and the other kind, like a person who's the same as the dead body. Havi tomu, is that considered that the bottom one is hidden? Uh, because uh, we're going to say that the idea of min biminoi uh, is not a correct idea to use it that it shouldn't be called tomu. But with regards that it's not self, maybe it is a correct one. Uh, and the fact that one thing raises the other one but that does not make it considered it uh, floating um, so that's one way and the city that is close to the upper one is the one that brings the Aglarufa, not the one that's closer to the bottom one. Because the bottom one would not need an Aglarufa, or perhaps, even when the raising is through Minbiminoi of itself, that still we consider the upper one floating. Because we're not going to say that the idea of Minbiminoi should apply to us, that it should not be called self, it should be floating. But with regard that it should not be called Tamun hidden, the Svara, the idea of Mimmini is correct. Umin Biminoi, and in the, uh, when something is hidden by Winnie's Minoi, Loy Havi Tamun, we're not going to consider that Tamun, and therefore Metachtin made it. That's what we're going to measure from the lower one. And the one that is closer to the Tachtin is going to bring the Aglarufa, not the one to the Upper one, or perhaps even when the raising is through minbiminoi, habi tomin, it's still considered tomin, or minbiminoi habi So we don't apply the svara of minbiminoi at all. So that we shouldn't say it doesn't help it not to make it tomin, and it doesn't help it not to make it soft. And therefore, Uh, and then so then because neither of them qualify for Negla Rufa because that one is Tomon and that one is, is Tzof because it doesn't change anything so then the city which is closer to the upper the city which is closer to the bottom one they both won't bring the Negla Rufa Omar Lehi, Sabai said to him, 